0: Welcome to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. What's one thing you take for granted? One thing that you don't think about, but you assume will be there or always be there. Like maybe it's something as simple as electricity, that when you flip a switch, the light will go on. Or maybe when you turn the faucet, water will come out. We take everyday things for granted. But what happens if one day you turn that faucet and water doesn't come out? That's what happens to Alyssa one day. She lives in Southern California. And yeah, everybody knows there have been tons of water restrictions and they can't do things like have private pools anymore or even have water balloons. But she never really expected the water to simply disappear and yet that's exactly what happens. People start referring to it as the tap out. Alyssa's family, along with a ton of other people in Southern California, are completely unprepared for this. And as you can imagine, everybody starts racing out to stores to try and buy whatever liquids they possibly can. And Alyssa's family is no exception. It becomes pretty clear pretty quickly, though, that just buying whatever they can in the store or even getting ice like Alyssa's family does is not really going to help people through this, especially since it appears no one really knows when the water will come back on and the state and local governments appear to have no really good plans. The only people that seem prepared to Alyssa are her neighbors. Um, This kid, Kelton, lives next door, and his parents act like they've been preparing for a zombie apocalypse for years. Well, it turns out they've got all kinds of stuff stockpiled, including water, and everyone stops looking at them as the crazy weird family and starts thinking, huh, maybe they knew something. But Alyssa's parents decide that they are going to try and head down to one of the local beaches where there are some desalination trucks that have been set up with these equipment to basically take water from the ocean and remove the salt from it to make it drinking water. Well, they head down there and they leave Alyssa at home with her younger brother, Garrett. The problem is they don't return. Not only that, but they're not answering their cell phones. And so when Kelton says that he'll go with her and her brother to look at the beach tomorrow and find out what the heck has happened to her parents, she takes him up on that. But she's not prepared for what they find at the beach. At the edge of the boardwalk, I hit my brakes hard and stop dead in my tracks. Because before me isn't a beach populated by families retrieving water rations but a vast, sandy wasteland. It's virtually deserted, with just a few random people who seem to meander aimlessly. Farther out, toward the water's edge, are machines hitched to the backs of trucks. Maybe half a dozen of them spread out along the beach, but they're not producing water. They're not doing anything. In fact, one of them is spewing black smoke, another one is lying on its side. I drop my bike and step down from the boardwalk onto the sand with Garrett and Kelton close behind. My eyes dart around searching for my parents, desperate for even the slightest sign of them. And then Garrett says, "'Alyssa, do you hear that?' I do. It's a sound almost musical and eerily electronic that lingers just beneath the sound of the waves. I walk across the sand and the sound gets louder— until I realize it's not just one sound, but many, all blending together. And all at once, I realize what it is. Cell phones, the ringtones of cell phones. There are dozens of them lying in the sand around us, creating an eerie eight-bit symphony, the lost calls of a thousand souls. Dry by Neil Schusterman and Jared Schusterman. This book is also available in large print from Thorndike Press.